You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Faith in Christ brings healing. Learn more about this truth in week two of our series, Beyond the Signs. We are on our second week of uh, Beyond the Signs. And this is the week whereby we will talk about on how God and Jesus did great healing upon the life of an official son. Shall we all read and focus our attention to the scripture? So he came again at Cana in Galilee where he had made the water into wine. And at the, the Capernaum there was an official whose son was ill. And this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee. He went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son. For he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The officials said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. And he was going down, his servant met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better, and they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. And he himself believed and holds his whole household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he came from Judea to Galilee. Shall we all pray? Father, we are so grateful for bringing us all together here to study your very word. Help us to understand, give us an open heart, an open mind, an open spirit to receive your great word today, O God. Bless each one of us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. So we are studying a lot of the works and wonders and miracles of Jesus in the gospel, whereby he, the first week we talk about how Jesus uh, saved and bailed out the couple for for lack of wine in their in their wedding day and when Jesus turned the water into wine. And that was how, uh, as a starting point of this verse, where the official son has great desperation to have his son healed in the point of death. So, at this point in time, you know, whenever we are in the midst of desperation, we do everything that we could do in order for us to meet that kind of need. You know, this official son may be diagnosed with a terminal illness. It's now he's dying. No, the scripture doesn't tell us how old the son is. But you know, this, this official, this officer, was a wealthy, influential, and a Jewish decent officer. Hindi lang sang officer. He was a very strong, decorated officer during that time. But you know, even in our time of desperation, God doesn't look us what, what kind of person we are. It's not about who we are influentially, no matter how wealthy we are, no matter how powerful we are in this society, God is not looking beyond who we are in our outer credentials. When the officer heard about what Jesus did in Cana, he came to Jesus and asked him, for something of a great favor. Siguro nasa isip niya, well, siguro naman di na ako mapapayake Jesus 
kung yun nga eh, yung tubig ginawa niyang alak para sa mga taong pupunta sa, ito, buhay pa ito. I have to come to Jesus and ask Him with this great favor in order for Him to heal my son during in my times of need. So, you know, let's show the picture on how far, okay, in, in the town of Jesus and in, in Galilee, okay, so we can see that's about 42.2 kilometers. Okay? Let's show the picture in Galilee then. That terrain, this 42.2 kilometers, it will take them two to three days to walk. Okay? Ngayon, mabilis na yan. Wala pang 30 minutes kung may kotse ka. Pero during that time, they need to climb the mountain and everything. Okay? They would like to do something. So when he heard about it, he wants to make things according to what his wishes and that's the healing of his son. Can you imagine the agony in the mind of the soldier? The uncertainty, the anxiousness, okay? Yung kanyang mga pangamba, yung kanyang confusion. Hindi niya alam kung ano na yung condition ng anak niya. But Jesus would like to heal his son. But, you know, the soldier has a lot of things in his mind. And out of desperation, he did a lot of things. And a lot of requests in his mind and everything that he likes to do for his son just to get healed. Tayo naman, pag desperado tayo, desperado tayo, we do whatever it takes for us to have what we want, right? Desperation brings our hearts sick. That's what the Bible is trying to say to us. We want our life to be comfortable. Walang taong gusto maging desperado. Walang taong gustong magkaroon ng paghihirap sa buhay. Walang taong gustong maghirap at makita yung kanyang mga loved ones na nagdurusa, nagkakasakit, etc. ba? We want everyone to be healthy in the family. We want everything to be comfortable in this lifetime. That's why desperation is something that sometimes all of us undergone in life. But nonetheless, in our times of desperation, this is where we experience, firsthand experience, who God is in our life. Sometimes we try to know God by merely reading books or maybe hearing preaching. But you know, one in our lifetime, or many times in our life, God wants us to experience who He is and His presence. And in times of desperation, I want to tell you the truth. God's grace abounds in times of need. Do you agree with me? But God's grace will always be there in our time of desperation. You soldier, because of his stature, he thought he can circumvent the circumstances, he can even buy a doctor or even buy a hospital, and able to let his son live forever and be healed. But sad to say, he was helpless. He was so helpless and there's nothing he could do to make his son live again or being able to bail out of the sickness that he has right now. Whatever it takes for us to do, when we come to the Lord, we will do it. But you know what? God doesn't want us to be in that situation. God doesn't want us to be in the point of desperation. Always remember, that God is just a prayer away. Whenever we come to God, when we are in desperate need, 
don't just rely on your philosophical beliefs. Don't just rely on the books that you read. Don't just rely on the, on the, on the things that we see by our naked eye and trust them. In times of need, you call on God. In times of need, huwag kang tatawag kahit kanino muna. Tumawag ka muna sa Panginoon. Don't call a friend. You call on God. Because God would like to fellowship with us. God would like to bless us. How many of us have been blessed by God in, his life, in their lifetime? Raise your hand. Palakpakan natin ng Panginoon. God is always great. God will always do even greater things in life. Proverbs 13 verse 12 says, Hope deferred make the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Ang ganda nung sinasabi ng Bible. No? But a desire fulfilled is like a tree of life. And God wants it to be that way in our own life. God wants to bless us. God wants to experience His presence in our own lifetime. In times of sadness and happiness, God will always be there for us. Let us not be desperate because God loves us more than we love ourselves. Remember that God loves us first more than anyone else in this world. So this official would like to have that kind of presence in his life. Not only that, when in verse 48 says, When Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. In the world, to see is to believe, right? But in the Lord, believe first and you will see. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. We need to associate faith in how we believe in God deep inside our hearts. People would like to get the hand of God to do miracles, but he doesn't, they don't like the heart of God. People like miracles, signs and wonders, but after they get what they need to get from God, they leave Him alone in the dark. Many people in this world are like that. They would like to make their life comfortable as it is. They want to see in order to believe. Believing in God is the most important thing in this world. Remember this church. There is no guarantee in this lifetime. There is no stable security in this lifetime. Your stature, your money, your education, whoever you are, is not a guarantee of stability on earth. One day, off it goes. Why? Because God wants us to fully focus on Him and Him alone, nothing more, nothing less. That's why it's a rebuke for the official and say, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will never believe in me. God wants our heart. God wants our devotion to Him. God wants our dedication of Him towards the thing that God wants us to live. God can do a lot of things even beyond our requests or prayers. God is so powerful. He can display everything He wants to do. But what God wants is our hearts. We have to see the very character and the person of Jesus Christ 
more than what he can do. The Bible says, if everything that Jesus has done here on earth is written in the Bible, the earth will never contain it. What we see in the Bible are just highlights of what Jesus did in this world and how he ministered to people and how he healed people, how he fed the 5,000, how he made a lot of miracles in this world. Marami pa yan. It might be an exaggeration in words, but yes, there are greater things that Jesus did that may not be written in the Bible. So how much more can God do something for you? How much more can God bail you out in your times of need? The only answer to that is just come to Jesus. Trust Him. Be desperate need of Him, not be desperate in need of your material things. Desperately seek Him. The Bible says, whoever is hungry and thirsty for righteousness, God will fill it. If you are hungry and thirsty of Him, God will surely fill it. In verse 49, I don't know if the official already understand what he is trying to say, but in verse 59, there is a great demand for him to say, the official said to him, Sir, Come down before my child dies. Teka, parang hindi mo ata na-get yung sinabi ko kanina. Parang ganun pa rin yung mindset. Alam mo yung mga taong desperado, wala nang mindset yan, wala nang focus yan kung nasasabing basa. Gawin mo na to. Ito na ang kailangan ko. Whatever it takes, you do it. There's a great demand. You know, at times we try to circumvent and twist the arm of God and say, Lord, you better do this or else. Ba, ikaw pa nagbanta. Parang napakalaki ng utang na loob ng Panginoon sa'yo. You know what? We don't owe. God doesn't owe anything to us. We owe everything to God. Okay? Lumabas ka ba sa mundo? May Mercedes-Benz ka na ba? May bahay ka na? May edukasyon ka na? Wala. Nothing. God owes everything what we have. And God doesn't owe us anything. Sometimes we try to be demanding on God in our prayers. Sometimes, say, pag hindi sinagot ni Lord, magtatampo ako. Pag hindi ako sinagot ni Lord, hindi na ako pupunta ng church. Pag hindi sinagot ng Lord, hindi na ako magtatights. Pag hindi sinagot ni Lord, hindi na ako gagawa ng mabuti sa kapwa ko. Isa lang sagot ni Lord yon. Do it. It's your loss, not mine. And sometimes we try to tell it to the Lord. We're so demanding. We want to demand something from God. We ask God with utmost humility because we're not asking someone sa sari-sari store. Nagdi-demand tayo, di ba? Sa restaurant, we can demand. But nothing can be demanded on God. You know, church, I've been a pastor for more than 35 years and I can say to the Lord, Lord, whatever I ask in prayer, you should answer. I've served you for 35 years. Nakalbo na nga ako, Lord, eh. Tapos ngayon, di mo pa ako sasagutin. Just this week, my, my brother died. No, he brought, My brother died. And maybe I can ask the Lord, Lord, you need to answer my prayers. My brother died in his time of sleep. And nothing more, nothing else. But I know in my heart that I cannot demand from the Lord. My brother is in number six in the family. We are a sibling of 11 children. Labing isa po kami. Pang-anim siya, pang-labing isa ako. So matagal-tagal pa po ako. Okay. So, every 10 years kasi may namamatay sa amin. So, kung every 10 years, pang lima sa 11, 5 pa, o 50 years pa ako. Uh-huh. So, 100 years from now. 
parang libro ni Pastor Steve. So sometimes we do it to the Lord, right? Guilty lahat tayo dyan. Wala namang hindi guilty dyan. Sometimes, no. Lord, tagal-tagal naman. Parang init na init ka. Pambira kong nakasala ka sampung taon. Ngayon, gusto mo sa isang oras, sagot na kagin yung problema mo. Parang unfair naman ata yun, di ba? So sometimes we demand a lot of things to God towards those things that God wants us to have in this lifetime. But you know, there are a lot of things in our life that brings about closure. And that closure is this. The closure is give your heart to the Lord. No matter what your needs are, even if you don't, di mo pa nga sinasabi sa prayer mo yun, alam na ni Lord ang sagot. Basta tama yung puso mo, alam ni Lord kung ano nasa puso mo, alam ni Lord na siya lang ang nasa puso mo. Make your life a God-centered life. Make God to be the center of all your being. Not material things. Pag nawala na yun, hindi ka na masaya. Pag nawala yung relationship na yun, hindi ka na rin masaya. Who do you get your level or your point of satisfaction in life? Who where do you get your level of contentment in this lifetime? David Welbs, one of the popular seminary professor, once said, Many professing Christians is like the officials in this story by saying we have turned to a God that we can use rather than to a God we must obey. We have turned to a God who will fulfill our needs rather than to a God before whom we must surrender our rights. He is a God for us and for our own satisfaction. True enough. Tama yung sinasabi niya. We use God. User tayo ng Panginoon. Minsan ginagamit lang natin ng Panginoon. Minsan, ay, magiging Christian na ako. Ginagamit mo minsan yung faith mo. Huwag ganun. Pag lumapit ka sa Panginoon, no string attached. Hindi ka loaded. Bahala na si Lord mag-load sa'yo. Pag pumapit ka sa Panginoon, empty ka. Empty vessel ka. Wala kang hawak. Bigay mo kay Lord lahat yan. Don't use God. Because God can use you. If you don't use God, God will use you. And God will enable His grace and blessing be up be abounding in us all through the days of our life. We don't need to come to the Lord like a, a, a son asking for a favor. You don't need a favor from the Lord. God loves us just the same. God will always supply everything we need, the Bible says. God is rich in grace and mercy. All the blessing of the Lord will always be upon us through the days of our life. We never regret to come to the Lord daily in our life. Every day, remember this, every day, God has a word for us. Every day, God has a blessing for us. We can get it. Minsan kasi tayo, gusto natin kunin yung blessing ni Lord. Monthly na lang. Pwede bang kinsenas katapusan? Parang kang sumisweldo, no? Si Lord, hindi. Araw-araw sweldo yan. Kasi araw-araw may blessing kay Lord. Ganong kabait ang Panginoon. Amen? Napakabait ba ng Panginoon sa buhay natin lahat? Ang bait-bait ng Panginoon. Amen? Tayo kaya mabait din? Tanong na lang natin kay Lord. In verse 50, it says, Jesus said to him, Go, your son will 
live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. That is a great declaration of the power of God's word. When God says yes, it's yes. When God says I will heal, I will heal. Nitinatawag natin integrity. Palabra de honor. Word of honor. God will always never, never compromise His word for us. He will always say yes and amen. God's word and His declaration of His word is always powerful. God's word will always remain at the threshold of His being and His word. His word and His person are the same. That's the difference between Christianity and other world religion. The other world religion, their words are good and powerful, but it is different from who they are as a person. And Christianity is different. God's word and His person are the same and one. Because a person would never circumvent His word for anything else or any measure. Paniwalaan mo na lang yung sinasabi ko, wag mo nang gawin, tingnan ko anong ginagawa ko. Ungodly belief yun eh, di ba? Hindi tama yun. Basta lahat ng sinasabi ko, maganda, wow, inspiring, pero ang buhay mo, hindi, hindi inspiring, perspiring. We might be a very inspirational speaker or whatever, pero our life will never be a blessing to many people in this world. God wants to declare that His Word is always powerful. In verse 51, He says, As He was going down, His servant met Him and told Him that His son was recovering. So He asked them the hour when He began to get better. And they said to Him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left Him. Matatalino ang mga tao, they knew exactly the time that person get healed. Alam niyo ba ang Panginoon, pang nangako siya, in punto. He's never too late, no too early. He always perfect in timing. Just like what Jesus said, in always faithful to His Word. In His time, He makes everything beautiful. He makes everything fine in our hearts. His promises are always true. His promise will never fail. Isaiah 55 verse 10 to 11 says, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, make it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not turn to me empty, but it shall accomplish which I purpose shall succeed in the things for which I have sent it. When God spoke a word, so be it. That's why you know, we always say, after prayer, we say, Amen. Do you know what, what does it mean when you say, Amen? Amen means, so be it. Means, stamp of approval. Parang pag nag-apply ka ng visa, di ba? Stamp of approval. Okay, pero pag US visa, pag ginanon, Hindi masaya yun. Okay. Disapproval yun. Maganda yan. Pagbigay sa'yo, meron na. Okay. Yung iba, may stamp of approval. That's what the Word of God is really true. 
God demonstrates His Word because His Word is always true. And His Word will always remain faithful throughout our life in this world. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. It says there, No matter how many promises God has made, they are always, Yes, in Christ, and so through Him, Amen, is spoken to us to the glory of God. Church, this officer knew that Jesus is the real God. But he doubted in his heart until he confirms the report of his household. Ano yung maraming tao ganyan, sigurista sa buhay? Diba? Siguro natural yan sa buhay ng tao. Lahat tayo sigurista. We want to be secured. You know, in this world, wala namang pwedeng secured lahat eh. Hindi lahat pwedeng predictable. Hindi lahat pwedeng anticipated. Hindi lahat pwedeng, okay, okay maghanda. Okay magplano. Okay magprepare. Okay magpray. Okay magfaith goal. Okay by faith. Pero at the end of the day, if everything settles down, it is your faith alone that counts. Bible, when Jesus comes down on earth, He wants to find faith in each and every one of us. That's all. Wala nang, wala nang ano yan, wala nang inventory. Kung magkano pera mo sa banko, ilan investment mo, ilan ang hikaw, at kwintas mo, ilan ang sapatos mo. Okay? Hindi mo na nga sinusuot eh. And everything that we have are nothing. What's left in this world where God will see is the kind of faith that we have in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Nothing more, nothing less. Church, let's come before the Lord. Come to our senses and say, Lord, I owe you nothing. And I have nothing in this world. I want to put my heart and faith on you. Because your promises are always yes, and your promises are always faithful to me. Ang problema lang natin, mga kapatid, we are all impatient. Am I right? Sino dito mga impatient? Taas nga ang kamay. Mukhang hindi, hindi namang halata. Problema ng maraming Christian, impatient tayo. We have to really wait upon God. We have to really wait upon the answer of the Lord in all our prayers. God will surely see us through for as long as we put our faith and hope in Him. In verse 53, the Father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to Him, Your Son will live. And He Himself believed in all His household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when He had come from Judea to Galilee. The deity at the end of the day, we need to believe the deity. Deity means being God. You know, beyond the sign is about, not about the sign. Beyond the sign is about the person of who God is. This series will show us how magnificent, awesome, loving, faithful God we have in this lifetime. God and His words are one. God loves us just the way we are. The only person who knows us inside out is God alone. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Huwag na natin dayain si Lord. Huwag na natin lukoin si Lord. Huwag na tayong magsinungin kay Lord. Huwag na tayong paikot-ikot pa kay Lord. Kasi end of the day, nilulokom lang yung sarili mo. Ang gusto ni Lord, nagkamali ka, lumapit ka, humingi ka ng tawad, magsisi ka. Humingi ka ng biyaya, nabaguhin ka ng Panginoon. May pangangailangan ka, idulog mo sa Diyos. Lumapit ka na may kababaan ng loob. Let's come to the Lord with great humility and fundedness because He is the true and living God in this lifetime. John Calvin, one of the greatest theologian and pastor of all time, once said, From this we may gather that man's nature, so to speak, is a perpetual factory of idols. Man's mind, full as it of pride and boldness, dares to imagine a God according to its own capacity, as its sluggishly floods indeed in overwhelm with caresses, ignorance, it conceive an unhealthy and empty appearance of who God is. Alalim, masyadong malalim na theology. Hindi ko rin naintindihan yan. Ang naintindihan ko lang, ang sabi niya, ang mga tao, gumagawa ng sariling Diyos sa kanilang sariling pag-iisip. At kapag hindi umayon yung Diyos sa sarili ng pag-iisip, sila'y nagtatampo sa Diyos. And they want to create their own God and an altar to their minds and their hearts. Ang gusto ng Panginoon, wala yung altar-altar na yan. Wala yung idol-idol na sa utak mo. Wala yan. Ang gusto lang ng Diyos, nasa puso. Ang Panginoon ay nasa puso mo. We cannot use God. We cannot abuse God. We cannot misuse the name of the Lord. God wants our life to be yielded upon Him all through the days of our life. We need to put our hope and trust in Him alone. I remember a story of a great tight walker. He's Charles Blondin. During those times, he walked across the Niagara Falls. Okay? Hindi daw ganang pronounce it. Anyway, hindi naman ako Canadian, Pilipino ako. So he walked through that and say, How many of you believe that I can walk through the Niagara Falls with this wheelbarrow in my hand? Many believe. Raise their hands with shout and cheers. And then when he challenged anyone who believed, anyone volunteered to ride at my back as I cross Niagara Falls, Yes, we believe! Until cheering stops and no one wants to come. Ganon rin ang faith kay Lord, di ba? Ang tawag doon, intellectual belief. Many people have a lot of intellectual belief to God. Dito lang. Kilala mo si Lord? Oo naman. Memorize mo ba? Oo naman. Ginagawa mo ba yung sinasabi niya? Pag-isipan ko. Many people try to intellectualize God. Do you know in UP, there's Master of Arts in Theology? But not many people there are Christians enrolling that Master of Arts in Theology. You can be the best theologian in this world and yet you're not a believer of Christ. Many people who write history and even Bible. I, I, I went to Israel last year and there are a lot of Jews who knows the history of Jesus Christ. They believe that there is a person named Jesus born. But nay, they are just intellectual belief but don't have a godly trust and believe in God. Church, I hope that we not get ourselves out of that dilemma. Let us not 
be confined on how we know God in this mind. How much we know God in this heart. God wants our heart. God wants the best of who we are because God has a greater plan for all of us. Finally, what's beyond the sign? Beyond the signs that Jesus is the healer. He wants to heal us. Many, many of us right now in this church, in this congregation, are physically ill. You've been sick many years, on and off, on and off, on and off. Or maybe you are spiritually wounded. You need healing from your spiritual wounds. You've been bitter. You've been offended. You feel bitterness. You feel anger. And you cannot get out of that. God, there's good news for you. God wants to heal you. Or you might have and want to have spiritual healing. We want healing physically. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, by his wounds, we're all healed. By his wounds, we'll be healed. He himself bore our sin in his body on the tree that he might die to sin and live to his righteousness. And by his wounds, you have been healed. How many of us here want to be healed by God? Whether physically, emotionally, and spiritually. God wants to heal us. God wants to bring us to a point of good health in all aspects of our life. The only thing we need to do is to be still and know that He is God. As a conclusion, we say that faith is not about knowing your ability to hold on. Rather, it's knowing God's ability that He's holding on you. God wants to hold us tightly. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.